Welcome back, everybody. This is Ghost Stories Told from the South. I am your co-host, Lexi. And I am your host, Stephen Labooth. <laughs> we got some great stuff for you today, and I've got more amazing cemetery and mausoleum stories to tell you today. Dun, dun, dun. Mm, I got five on it. For pizza. Pizza, pizza. We just had pizza last night. Nah, I think we might do chilies tonight. Mm. Mm. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start because last time we had good old dad start. Yeah, we'll have old uh, Lexi Shibuki start. All right. Okay, so the one that I'm going to be doing is called Jameson Center slash Old Bryce Hospital in Alabama. Okay? Sweet home Alabama. Alabama. So this place was built in Tallahassee? Tallahassee. No, there's no H. Wait, there's no H. Oh, there's no... Tallacusa. T-A-U-C... T-A-U-S-C-A-L... I'm at a block, too. S-A. Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. That's how it is. Tuscaloosa. I was over here going... built in Tuscaloosa in the 1850s. Um, and it opened in 1861 as the Alabama State Hospital for the um, Insane. 2010, it was uh, purchased for $40 million for a restoration, but it never really did go under it. So this place also used to be a plantation. I guess it was a crab orchard plantation in eight, the 1820s um, due to many crab apples hmm. on the land. They said that's that's where they got the name from. So... I don't know. Crab apples, man. And then by the 1920s, they were severely overcrowded. They closed in 1977, and then it became a nursery home. And then 2003, it closed again. And there's been a lot of fires there. So, okay, so this is the more ghosty stuff. So, the former plantation um, was uh, raided. Because I guess there's a plantation there, like I said earlier, and that was raided and uh, raised, and uh, now that hospital's there. So there's a little bit of bad juju. And then, juju. apparently, um, there, there also used to be a state work farm there, too. Mm. They would make the African-American patients work in the fields to provide uh, produce for the hospital. So, like, the patients would have wow. to... Yeah. Is it that still kind of that's still like slavery, just a different form, right? I mean, you want help? Come you're help. getting someone to making them. You're forcing them to do something, basically. Yeah. Isn't that like what basically slavery is? Forcing them to do do something yeah. so you can make profit. But basically, it just said this place is sort of haunted, just kind of by like the bad juju, like I said there, and then. Just, I mean, your normal stuff. But, I mean, there's not really a lot. Yeah. So, it's one of those, like, you know, maybe you have to see it for yourself. But, um. I always have to see it. All right. What's your next story? Oh, my next story is the Highland Cemetery in Indiana. Yeah, a lot of my stories this time are Illinois' Indiana cemeteries. This is a nice old cemetery. Mm. Okay. It. Sorry, I'm getting adjusted here. 
Okay. The Highland Lawn Cemetery is in a Terry Hattie, Indiana, and it opened in 1880, 1884. The cemetery is 140 acres. The cemetery has a big, grand entrance. Yeah, look at its entrance, this thing. It's more, it's more like going into like a military base or a castle or something. Wow. Yeah, that's just the gate to go in. Dang. Yeah, you're, granted, you're, uh, you're greeted by the grand entrance and then a very nice Catholic church right over here when you come in. Look at that. Dang. Yeah. That's nice. But, uh, yeah, you're granted by them two things. And it's a very nice, peaceful place. Just looking at the place, you know, it's very well upkept and everything. There's oh, a yeah, lake it's on gorgeous. it. It's a beautiful place, but... Looks can be deceiving, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Well, at night, that's a different story. They don't get too many reports during the day. But at night is when, you know, they get... When the ghosts come to play. Yeah. One of the stories is there is a bulldog. Oh, yeah, what you see this one. Yeah, that's mausoleum right here. There is a... Uh, where was I? Okay, one of the stories is there is a phantom bulldog... There's a bulldog. This is a fact, though, that there is a bulldog. <coughs> there was a bulldog in the cemetery that lived there. <coughs> Apparently, when his owner died, this guy right here, mm -hmm. farmer, his dog uh, didn't want to leave his side. So his dog, when they buried him here, ran off from the house and came here. And he lived in the cemetery. Every time they tried to take him back, he'd just come back. So they just said, screw it, and left him. Well, the neighborhood would bring him food, water, stuff like that, because he just roamed the cemetery, but he always slept here. Mm -hmm. He was very loyal to the day he died. Well, the town, the local townspeople got the dog and got it stuffed, and they uh, put it in the mausoleum and shut it. And that's the first time the mausoleum's been opened. And it was just to stick the dog in there and have a little funeral. So they had the little funeral, but ever since then, they said you can still hear uh, sometimes dog, like a dog following you. Yeah. Or you can hear barking and stuff. Sometimes you can hear the barking outside the mausoleum or sometimes inside the mausoleum. Mm. And then sometimes the owner of the dog, you can still see him roaming the cemetery. Sometimes you could even smell his, uh, his pipe. Oh, the good old pipe yeah. smell. So you'll, that's kind of cool, though. You'll see him and his dog roaming around the cemetery, and you'll smell his pipe sometimes. Yeah. And another legend is, is the, oh, yeah, here, where is that one? This one right here, I believe. Let me see. Yes, this is it. Yeah, he was very scared of dying. This is another guy who was afraid of dying alone. I'm not dying. Uh, buried alive. Yeah, being buried alive. He, um, okay. Where was I? Another legend. Okay. Another legend in this tomb right here. I can't make out the fellow's name. I can't either. But uh, another legend is in this tomb right there, the man had a phone installed in his um, mausoleum and the door, he wanted hinges put it on it, put on it so his wife or whoever could still come see him. And here's the creepy thing: when his wife died of a stroke, she died holding the phone in her hand like this, like she's trying to call him. Well, then oh. when one of the relatives were there for the mom's funeral and all that, they noticed the phone was off the hook. 
Okay. <laughs> Ain't that weird? Just okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty creepy. That, but they still say sometimes you can hear a phone ringing at night. Mm-mm, no. Out there. And sometimes during the day they say they've heard, you know, a phone going off. You better let Max in for you. Is that him, Wyatt? Yes. He's a daddy's boy. <laughs> he's a mama's boy. I just punched my mic. Yeah, that is creepy. It is. Yeah, but he got a phone installed there just because he was afraid of dying. Uh, alive. Max! Max! Sorry about that, guys. I think one of the kids are playing with them. All right. Well, I'm going to go. So I'm going to be talking about a bridge that's haunted in Alabama. This is in Oxford, Alabama. Oxford. Um, This place Alabama. got the name from the event that, you know, happened there, which we'll get to that in a minute. During the 1950s, a young couple... Um, a young couple's car drove off the bridge and into the water below. Because one of those that have... I'm not getting up again. It's one of those that have... Uh, it's literally a bridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it plunged off into the water below. Um, and it earned its name because so many people believe that whenever you park on the bridge and look back over, the sho- over your shoulder, the bridge represents um, the gates of hell. So, it's... Um, yeah, they wow. call it like the gates of hell or the gate the of, hell. of hell. And but they people like the cops or the people who are in charge of the town blocked it off now because it's like falling apart and also because of the so-called stuff that happens there. Oh yeah. Yeah, but um, legend is that if you stop on you can't really do it now, but when it, before it's closed, that if you stop on the bridge with your lights off, um, both the couples like members of the couple will come and enter your vehicle and leave wet spots on the seat. Mm. So. Sounds like they need to learn manners and quit pee-peeing on people's stuff. <laughs> Quits using the bathroom on their mm-hmm. stuff. All right, what's your next story? My next story is Greenwood Cemetery in Illinois. Illinois up in here. <laughs> All right. It is, it's it is in Decatur. It's cemetery in Decatur, Illinois. It's one of the most haunted cemeteries around. Many people have seen strange activities. The earliest burial started around the 1820s, and it became recognized as a cemetery in 1857. Man, that's a lot, of, lot of death. Yeah. You know. That's how the what. I'm sorry, this is driving me nuts because my glasses, when I read sometimes, they go clink and they yeah. hit that and it pisses me off. Because that's all you hear is clink, clink. Clink. Okay. The cemetery uh, kind of went to ruins for a while. No one really took care of it, I guess. And then the uh, 1900s, it was uh, 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 robbed often. And then one of the biggest uh, mausoleums there, the most, uh, the best looking one, I guess, had to be torn down at one time because of the, uh, just nobody taking care of the place and it was just going to shit. So they had to tear it down. And uh, they say you can still hear screams coming from that area. And then before it got torn down, I didn't know this until afterwards, uh, 
people would report seeing a light on inside there, and there's no electricity to the building. It's a mausoleum. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would do in this situation. And then this cemetery has another kind of mass uh, cemetery. There is a group of soldiers from the Civil War. I don't know if they were stationed up there, passing through, or what. But uh, they got a bad case of the yellow fever, and I think it about wiped out that whole unit. What's yellow fever? It was a bad uh, kind of, you know how people are flipping, or you know how this corona stuff is right now that's mm -hmm. epidemic? That was an epidemic. It was sweeping the nation, just killing people. It was kind of like TB. I mean, oh, that's okay. it was that big. I mean. All right. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. So I was like, huh. Yeah. But uh, let's see here. Well, and that's about it. It it's uh it people's kind of came back, and I guess they kind of started doing uh, burials there again, and stuff. Yeah. But that's all. Yeah. I mean, it's a real pretty church. It's really nice. Yeah, well, see? Oh, that They've is been so in nice. there and started redoing it. This is the front. That's how it used to look before the. Oh, wow. They did anything to it. Now, now look. After they redid it and closed the gate on mm -hmm. it to keep people out. But that's sad they had to tear down one of the mausoleums. I know that is. Uh, I think that'd be cool if we could have a maus a booth mausoleum. We need it. We have a lot of family. God, it'd be a booth house bunker. I mean, it'd be. I mean, I have to get like a three story. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of family, a lot. Heck, just between my brother, my sister, and me. See, she's got five. I got three. That's about ten grandkids. Oh, wow. I haven't yeah. put that much thought into that. <laughs> yeah. And just think, when all y'all have kids, and then, yeah. Nope, not the fourth while, but yeah. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. I'm going to be doing the uh, Queen Anne Hotel in San Francisco, California. San Francisco, not San Francisco. San Francisco. Cisco, there you go, Cisco. It's, I have, it's how I talk, jerk. No, okay. it's not. Anyway, so this place, you know, we've talked about renovations. And this place uh, has been renovated like now, three times. Let, let's say I came, let's say I had some money and I bought a house and it needed some remodeling. Would you still get mad if I did it? No. If it needs it, but I mean like they <laughs> Go in there it. and it don't need it to get a brand new, I get an old house that's already been redone and I'd redo everything. Like, it's like, what are you doing? They do, like they do renovations like so often that it's like a lot. This place opened in 1890 as a, it opened in um, 1890 as a boarding school for girls. Um, it was called Miss Mary School for Girls. Uh, Miss Mary Lake, um, which is the person, you know, who owned the boarding school or whatever. Yeah. She was an educator who taught the girls the acts of being a lady. Mm, every little girl needs to learn how to be a lady. Um, apparently, she was really popular with the student body and the staff, but then she had died a few years after the school opened. Um, so, now it's a hotel, because, you know, it used to be a school, now it's a hotel. And her suite, which is room 410, 
um, she likes to gently tuck you in a sleeping traveler. She likes to gently tuck sleeping travelers in mm. by making sure that the blankets cover them and, like, you know, just tucking them in. She doesn't um, can find herself in her room. She goes around her room, around the hotel, but she mainly is in her room. She looks at herself in the mirror, and she sometimes um, plays the piano in the lobby. Wow. Yeah. And also, so this place has had several owners, and it was, apparently was once the headquarters of a secret society that has to do something with astrology. Ew. Astrology or whatever you Oh, astrology, it. yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, he can get out. He's off of punishment. I was like, bathtub? Who put him in the bathtub? Yeah. All right. Your turn, Dad. Sorry, I was checking on some football scars because I'm a football nut. Okay, I'm going to do the Step Cemetery. Now, don't confuse this with the one I did before. The one I did before was called the 100 Step Cemetery. And this is just called Step Cemetery. S-T-E-P-P. -P. Okay. Yeah, this is another old one, too. Mm. It's pretty creepy. I'll get off of that. No. Sorry. I don't want to watch your videos. <laughs> just want to watch your images. Really? This no, is it, images. Now it pulled up a map. What the? F Dude, go to the image tab. There you go. There it is. There we go. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, here's the headstone. Um, this, this is what you see when you go in. It's step with two P's. Yeah. And that's also creepy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a little crazy. little cray-cray. Little cranky. Little cray cray cray. Oh yeah, this part's creepy too about the old baby Lester. Mm. Maybe they'll show the pist the pistol. <laughs> the picture. <laughs> I guess not. I don't know where I seen there's a good picture. Somewhere. But anyways. Alright, step step cemetery is in Morgan Monroe Forest in Indiana. It's a cemetery deep in the forest. There are many ghost sightings and strange activities. It opened in the early 1800s, hundreds, and one of the legends is of Baby Lester. Her tombstone has no really uh, birth date or death date. It just has 1987 written on it. And I'm trying to remember where I went to see that picture, which site I was on when I was doing research last night. Because it was, I was just there, you dingbat. Because it was pretty cool, it shows it, and you can't really make out. You can make out the '87, but like they said, there's no, mm. you know, when the person was born or anything. No, you don't even. We don't even know if that's her real uh, uh, birthday. I mean, uh, if that's her birthday or when she died. Well, crap, Ola. Well, anyways. I meant well, damn you. She can't, he can't find it. She can't. Yeah. Is that her? No. Anyways. 
Okay, there are many ghost sightings. One of the legends is Baby Lester. Her tombstone, say, or it's for him, Lester. He, uh, the tombstone just has uh, Lester, and it just says 1987. It don't have a when they were born, when they died. So we don't know what that date means or anything. Well, and then uh, uh, there's a, a nearby stump sometimes that people are seeing, and they assume it's the mom of the baby. She's sitting there just sobbing and crying. And then sometimes other people have reported uh, seeing the uh, same woman but digging up the baby's bones and holding them and crying on them and putting them back when she's done. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then uh, there's been reports, too, of a woman crying. Uh, A woman crying can be heard. Yeah, and no one knows. I wish I could find the picture of that real quick because it's fucking creepy. Because people leave like little trinkets there for that Lester. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. All right, well, I guess while he's trying to find that, I'll go ahead and go. Uh-huh. Dang it, and then when I find it, pop-up ads come up. Really? I go, uh-huh, I found you, and then uh, never mind. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and go while we're waiting on him to find it. Internet. Okay, so this is the Owl and Thistle in Seattle, Washington. So this place dates back to the 1930s. Um, it started out as a cafeteria, then it became a Cajun restaurant. And then in 1991, a new owner, you know, got it, and that's when it became the Owl and Thistle Pump Pub. The Owl and Thistle Pump Pub? Owl, Owl and... Like, it's a Thistle Pump Pub. Um, and it has had a lot of owners, but it's always stayed like an Irish pub. It's always been that. So there's this ghost that plays the piano whenever there's like only like three people there. Just hangs out, plays the piano. And then they say you always feel watched whenever you're there. Like, more like usual. And that's such an eerie feeling. Yeah, that's, I can't stand that feeling. I hate it. I know. But I... That one was a shorty, so let me pull up another one. Yeah, because my last one's going to be pretty short, too. It's all good. I'm just trying to Mm. pick out which ones I want, because that's what I do on spot. I just um, pick out the ones I want. I don't do it before, because I'm weird, and I can't. Yeah, she don't have her set up ready to go like I do. I go get everything I want, do the research, and say, okay, I'm going to do this one for that story, this one for that one. All right, so this, I'm going to be doing the um, Devil's Tree in New the Jersey. The Devil's Tree. In New uh, Jersey. This is the local legend about this tree, okay? So this tree apparently carries a curse. Um, the tree is potential has potential to harm or even kill someone who harms or defaces the tree. Um, during very harsh winters, snow will, like, stick everywhere but around the tree. Yeah. Like Sorry for all the rattling. It leaves a perfect noise. I mean, noise. A perfect circle of nothing. Yeah, that's weird. So, yeah, just a little bit. Um, the second legend is that the tree is the spot for multiple suicides. Um, I guess a guy hung himself after a murdering spree. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. And then they say his deeds suck into the land and made it bad. 
Um, so those who like touch the tree get a black stained oily spot on their hand afterwards. Ew. And you can't wash it off and that means you have like the mark and you're going to die. You get the mark of the beast. Yep. And then you can hear sounds of screaming like inside the tree. Mm. Apparently. But um No, no, no. Yeah. So that's a little too creepy there. I'm going to say this and then I'm not going to talk about it anymore cuz I it's it's just part of the story, but so where this is located, the area around it, I guess, was once home to the headquarters of New Jersey's branch of the KKK. Up in where? New Jersey. Oh. So that's that. Well, yeah, because they used was, to be, it used to really not be a, a, just a southern, you know, it, it wasn't a group in the south. It used to be like all over the United States. Yeah. Until people started getting smart. So that, that their deeds and everything are in the land and. You know, same yeah. thing with the Indians and stuff like that. Whenever they're like, hey, in ancient Andean burial ground or whatever. So, um, there were air, uh, there were mobs there, like, when that was a thing <laughs> against the African Americans. So, it's, uh, it's been through a little bit of stuff. Just a little bit. So, I mean... I don't really don't know which one it is, like which one, but in both both stories and both things, the tree is dangerous and you don't touch it. <laughs> no touchy the tree, people. Oh, here we go. Oh, did you find it? Yeah, see? Oh, wow. Yeah, you can't. That's People leave all that stuff and people should do that to try to preserve it so you can still read it, I guess. But yeah, makes you wonder if it's nineteen, if it was put there in nineteen eighty-seven or even ninety-seven. Why does it already look like shit? Yeah, that's really not that long ago. Mm-mm. All right. Well, what's your next story? My next story is the Mass Massac Mas, the Massac Mausoleum in Spring Valley, Illinois. It's in it's in the mausoleums in Liberty, in the uh, Liberty Liberty Cemetery. It's the final resting place of the uh, Mascus brothers. Legend says that they uh, had the hatchet man guards it at night, and a pale, thin man has been seen roaming the cemetery. The doors the doors have been cemented shut because in the sixties. There was a, a kid that broke into it, took one of the brother's skulls, and was running around town with it on his dashboard <laughs> of his car. Yeah. Okay. But uh, people kind of people think they might have been vampires or something, because one reporter to see says he went up, he was in there and there, not in there, but he went around it or something to a vent, and, uh, and I was going to try to find the picture of it, but to the vent. And, uh, yeah, this is it. Somehow he went to, yeah, the cemented door cemented shut because that kid broke in. Mm. But there's a vent or something somewhere that the reporter, he uh, poured something in there. And it uh, he heard, like, ah, like moaning or something. Like it was burning them or hurting somebody. That's why they think, you know, that uh, them guys were vampires. Yeah. Because, you know, them saying there's a pale white figure that runs around. Mm, true. Yeah. That was a shorty. Yeah. There wasn't really much on it. I mean, I could have went in to, 
Even when I went to look up these brothers, they really kind of told about how they got fortune and how they got rich and stuff, but it never did really tell why, why, why is the story, why do they have a story about the hatchet man guarding their mausoleum? Yeah. Why is there stories about them people think or people thinking they might be vampires? I wanted to know that, and there really wasn't shit on it. Mm. That's just how it goes sometimes, and it sucks. Yeah. But um, okay, I'm gonna be doing the Trenton Psych Psychiatric Psych <laughs> the Trenton Psych Psychiatric Hospital, <laughs> um, in New Jersey. So basically, this place has a long history of. Um, of abuse. Yes, of abuse. Wow, Lexi. <laughs> mm. Of abuse and harming mentally ill patients. Um, this place opened in 1848 and had 86 patients when it opened. Um, Doctor Henry Carton, Henry Cotton, um, Henry Cotton took over, and he began his uh work and stuff. And that's when everything. That's when horror began. That's like when. Things started to go wrong, and that was in 1907, okay? So he thought that infections caused mental illnesses, and he wanted to test his theories, so he would remove patients' teeth and limbs or basically any body part and say it was infected to test his theory. Um, well, that continued until 1924, and then in the 1930s, he retired, but the hospital staff continued to remove teeth and limbs and organs throughout the 1950s. Oh so this God. went on for a while. Um, and then the medical procedures, I found out, killed about 45% of the patients. So, Damn. yeah. Um, apparently, you can, like, you capture... Say peewee. I was. Apparently, you can capture a glimpse of the doctor, doctor, Dr. Cotton's uh, apparition. Um, and ghosts of patients with missing limbs Ooh. and body parts. And then you can hear disassembled voices. Um, and you really can't pick up any EV EVP recordings, but you can hear stuff. Wow. And then you can see orbs. Hmm. And apparently this place is still a treatment center, so I don't I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. So I'm not all sure. Like, they hear today. Like I said, I couldn't... This is one of the other <coughs> one of the ones I really can't find a lot on. But, all right, I think. Oh yeah. I'll do. All right. A long one, and then. I think I'm gonna do. <laughs> stop. Sorry, I was singing. I think I'm gonna do a long one, and then then I think we're gonna do our announcements. Yeah yeah yeah. All right. Dang. <laughs> Alexi just freaking uppercutted the mic. She said, <laughs> "Get said, this bullshit out of my way." Poof. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to be doing the Burlington County Prison in New Jersey. County Prison. I so stay with me because this is, there's a lot of history and there's not that much ghost stuff. But once you hear the history, you're going to be like, yeah, I can understand why some stuff's messing up there. So um, <coughs> this place is a national historic landmark. Um, and it got done with construction and ready in 1811. Um, it remained in constant use until 1965, and apparently it's the oldest continually used prison in the United States. So, Dang. Yeah. I figured by now all the old stuff would be gone. That's what I thought. So once I did find this out about the prison, so the very, very top floor was like where 
the more serious crimes would go, like, if you, like, killed somebody or, like, this or that, you know, like, the really serious stuff. Oh, yeah. And then those rooms were really, really small, and they had really, really small windows. So, basically, like, they really didn't have much room that they would if they weren't upstairs. Yeah. Um, They had women and they had a man's area. They were kept separate. And this prison was the first to have heat with fireplaces and cells. So... I mean, it kept them warm. Kept them nice and warm. Um, and then upon entering the prison or, like, uh, getting admitted or whatever, the inmates were given a bath, new clothes, and new shoes, and they said that was to prevent to prevent lice. Um, mm, lovely. I love going to prison and getting lice. I didn't know the, mat- the beds were like this, so they would used to sleep on a straw mattress with yeah. a thin blanket, and then they are just given a bucket to use. <laughs> yeah. Some prisons would give you two buckets a day or two buckets every two days or something like that. One was for your water and drinking water and to do everything else like brush teeth, all that stuff, and wash your head off. You had to drink everything and all that bucket. The other bucket was the shit, I mean the poop and pee in. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's before they had plumbing. Yeah. All right. So let me tell you a little bit about this warden, okay? So this warden, he had given the the county or whatever gave him a limit of a dollar fifty per inmate a day um you know for f- breakfast lunch and dinner so he was told that if he doesn't spend the dollar fifty then he gets to keep the change so he was like okay i need to figure out a way to not feed them but feed them you know what i mean yeah like so he feed was, them cheap so i can make yes, a profit on it basically um and then this work stop was installed stalled to, I guess, like, make the inmates pay off what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but Whoa. the average, the, like, longest you would be able to stay is 90 days. So, like, I've never heard that in one yeah. of these stories. Um, I don't want to, like, I mean, it just talks about how it's running. Um, there's been a lot of escape attempts and murders and executions. Um, the, a lot of inmates here, like, beat other inmates up and, like, kill them. So there's been, like, a lot of violence. <laughs> yeah, it seems to happen in them old prisons. They don't like yeah. each other sometimes. Um, apparently this is the most haunted building in New Jersey. Oh, my God. And there's orbs. A lot <sighs> of orbs. Um. Well, you know them prisons got a lot of crazy shit that happened behind the closed, behind closed doors that no oh, one yeah. knows about that wasn't even reported. There's stuff that guys... Took to their death mm-hmm. that no one knows about. So uh, we've mentioned before one thing you don't do when you're you know with an old old place. Don't renovate. Renovate. Yes. Well, they started to renovate um, towards the end, and these workers um, wrote a report, you know, seeing stuff, and then like their tools would go missing. So they report that, and then like they hear voices, and it was just a lot. Um, and then the workers felt like they were being watched. As they were being built, as they were building, like they felt like eyes on them. Yeah. So, <laughs> yay! And then there's this dungeon, and I guess that's where they took everybody, like before they got executed. So that's one of the most haunted places in the prison. So, if you're in New Jersey, you should go check it out. It sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we're at 35. I think we should talk about some of our announcements. Yes. Yo, so, Gabba Gabba. Well, as we mentioned last time, or last episode, we um, 
got on Pandora. Yes. And you, we are doing so good, and we just want to say thank you guys again, and, you know, happy holidays. And I'm pretty sure this will come out, like, right before Christmas. Oh, and remember, uh, if y'all really want to get me something for Christmas, I'm not picky at all. I'm f- get me food. And <laughs> <your> food. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we love what we're doing. This has been amazing because you know, it's just like we uh, got, you know, Archer came out and said, hey, we want y'all to come over here. We went, uh, I mean, to Anchor. We went there and then now Pandora's finally accepted us. And yeah, it's a, uh, I'm excited, guys. It's a, uh, this podcast is going pretty good. This is one of my best uh, podcasts I got going on right now, mm-hmm. but we get better with doing the research and doing a longer podcast, keeping it a good hour. I mean, we're getting close. Yeah. But uh, we'll keep it better for you and start getting it better. But I think it's, I think if you listen to our first episode till now, it's, oh, it's God, way better now. It's like, what the hell? So, yeah. Well, but uh, don't forget, we're on Spotify, Stitcher. Oh, I have a list. Uh, platform, or we're we're on pretty platform. much any. Pla- we're on pl- any we're platform. On, yeah, pretty much anything. You know, YouTube, iTunes, Apple Tunes, anything. ITunes, pretty much. <laughs> we're even on the Patreon. Only thing we're not really on is like ad uh, adfree dot com, adfree dot com, and mm. Western House, Westinghouse, and stuff like that. But, We'll get there. We'll get it there eventually. But yeah, guys, um, uh, don't forget our email is uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South. Give us a clicky licky, likey likeies. Download everything you want. Make sure to check uh, out send Facebook. Send us emails. And Instagram yeah. And check them out. And stuff. Yes. And she'll get back with y'all. Yeah, just give me. And, I, and after the first of the year, I'm going to go do that other Goatman story that I got from that girl in San Antonio. So I'm going to do that story. That's one of my stories I'm going to do for the next year. I'm saving it. Yeah. So y'all just y'all do the same thing she did. You send us a link on where to research the stuff and talk about it. And hey, you know, we'll we'll love to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said, I think this is going to come out when Christmas is coming. So, so I hope you guys have a fantastic ho, Christmas. Ho, ho. And you will Krampus hear from us. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put out Krampus. Uh, is it Krampus special. or Krampus? I say Krampus. I say Krampus. <laughs> But I don't know which either one's or, right. Krampus, Krampus. I don't know. But, yeah, we're going to put out our special and you're probably, gonna, like, the night before Christmas or something. And then we're going to put out um, us saying, you know, Happy yeah, Christmas. Yeah, we're going to do a Christmas guys, one, too, like so. we did for Thanksgiving. And a New Year's one, so. Yeah, and I don't know what to do for New Year's. I don't know. Should we? Uh, I think we should just drop two specials. Drop two specials? A Hat Man. Do that one. Oh, Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to go edit these and put them on the schedule. Get them ready. And I'm going to start doing stuff for our special. So, um, yeah. All well, right. uh, this has been uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South. This is my co-host. Lexi. And I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. And this has uh, been a Boothianos, excuse me, a Boothianos podcasting production. Thank you. Bye.